Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's your boy, Tyler Layfield, joined by my co-host, as always, Torres Finney. How's it going, man? Well, yes, sir. What's going on, brother? Look, man, I'm happy. You know, just been, you know, doing nothing much. Just been training, and I'm not going to lie to you, bro. It's hard to train when you get the chance to see some of these great playoff games because we sure never getting into them, bro. I ain't going to lie. Right now, um, I'm excited. Uh, looking at what the NFL has done so far, you know, a lot of people talk about how the season's gonna go, and I ain't gonna. I just think the season went really good so far. Yeah, and we are all the way to conference championship week. So, which conference championship week? You got a lot of great teams in it. You know, one with the uh, got Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and those boys, Aaron Jones. You got Tampa Bay with Brady and all those boys, and, mm-hmm. and you got uh, the Chiefs, and then you got the Bills. So, there's a lot of great. You know, star quarterbacks, star defenses as well um, yeah. in this matchup. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen. True that. True that. Yeah, it's you know that's a good point too about how the NFL season's gone. You know, people were, you know, they had their doubts, they had their reservations about, you know, how are you going to do this without doing a bubble? And although there mm-hmm. were some snags here and there, they had a few things they had to, you know, work out the kinks. You know, we had some teams playing without coaches, some teams playing without whole wide receiver cores, things like that. <laughs> It, without any it, running back or quarterbacks <laughs> it were a hey, but it ended up somehow working out and uh we got dude i'm i like all these all four of these teams dude i really like all four of them that are left here um there were some good games this weekend so let's uh let's dive right into it we'll start off with the nfc so the first game uh that we had in the nfc uh divisional round was of course on saturday it was the uh, Rams versus the Packers. I believe both of both of us had the Packers covering on this one, and uh, we ended up coming out on the winning side, to say the least. Packers ended up taking care of business, thirty-two to eighteen. Although there was a late score, like you said, you know, to to you know cover the difference even more. Um, I didn't get to catch too much of this, but it looked like it was pretty much a uh, a dominant performance. I mean, we all knew what was coming into this one. Uh, the Rams, you know, Goff kind of Goff, you know, had the thumb issue. Um, you know, they had a couple guys beat up, things like that. They they didn't actually even announce who was going to be quarterback until I think the day before. So it's just like mm-hmm. anytime that's happening, you know, there is probably not the best bet here. Um, and of course, you know, Green Bay playing at Green Bay, you know how that one rolls. So uh, what did you take away from this one? Um, I took away, you know, the big matchup. Uh, obviously, the Rams are the number one defense in the NFL regarding uh, fewest yards allowed. And watching the Rams so far, I thought, I mean, I thought, you know, they had a good chance. You know, they got basically this is very similar to some of the teams that they had when they went to the Super Bowl just two years ago. And um, the Rams, you know, they, you know, out of all the teams you would have thought, you at the beginning of the season, nobody would have thought the Rams would be the, the furthest team to go in the playoffs for the uh, NFC West. But so far, I mean, they look really good. I mean, yeah, look at what Jared Goff did. He went 21 for 27. Um, his, he only had 174 yards. I mean, Green Bay was basically giving them anything underneath. They was yeah. making tackle. Green Bay was making a lot of great individual tackles. Now, nobody could get by. I mean, it was some really great tackling, a great, really great tackling display by uh, Green Bay. And, um, I mean, look, the MVP himself, who I do believe will win it, uh, Aaron Rodgers, he looked phenomenal. 
uh, 23, 23 for 36, 296 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Aaron Jones, he played a good game, 14 yards, um, 14 carries, 99 yards. So then Jamal Williams, another guy, and A.J. Yeah. Dillon, they had some running back. Yeah. That's going to be key coming up into this next game. And I think that what helps Aaron Rodgers. The last two years, a lot of the reasons why Aaron Rodgers have been looking so efficient is because of the running game. Aaron Rodgers doesn't really have to throw the ball. I think he's this is one of like his fewest attempts to throw the ball so far this season. The like the past uh, eight years, eight seasons he's been playing. The past two seasons have been one of his fewest, mainly because they have a running game. Aaron Jones. Now they got Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon. They are toting the ball a lot. Yeah, and it's going to be really key. You know, a lot of people talking about the Rams defense, which is really good. But for two years in a row, Tampa Bay is the number one rush defense in the NFL. Two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And we saw that a little bit against uh, Alvin Kamara. We will get to that game. But it's going to yeah. be really interesting to see how Green Bay stacks up rushing running-wise against Tampa Bay because I truly believe in Aaron Rodgers and them can't get their run game going. It's going to force Aaron Rodgers to throw more and – as we saw a little bit yesterday with Drew Brees, there's certain guys you just don't always – I mean, even though they're great quarterbacks, great Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you don't always want them throwing all the time no. because that keys to more mistakes. It also keys to a lot more success. Obviously, we got a great receiver out of Devontae Adams who really took it to Jalen Ramsey. My favorite in the league, bro. I love that man to death. Yes, Tyler was talking a lot about him at the beginning of the year when we were talking about the top receivers in the NFL, and you brought his name up. And, yes, he is shown. He is a top five wide receiver in the NFL right now. To me, I can I go out on a limb right now. He is better than Michael Thomas to me. Oh, that uh, ain't even I, hey, that ain't even going out on a limb after what we saw <laughs> this weekend. Hey, that, that limb is like this short. It's a twig <laughs> that you're going out on, man. I, know, I, li- I like what you're saying here, though, uh, about the Packers. They, um, I don't know, you, you look at how they ended up taking care of business, and I like how you were talking about um, the running back core that they had. That's that's going to be another interesting topic to look into for this offseason because I believe Aaron Jones, this is a contract year for him. Jamal mm. Williams, this is his last year under contract, and we all know mm. that they drafted A.J. Dillon. So we'll have to see, do they end up keeping all three of these guys? Do they end up somehow – Having to let one of these walk, I don't know. It's it, it'll be um, something to to behold, something to look at. Um, you know, when it comes to that, and then another, you know, something that I noticed looking here at the stat sheet. You know, you look at the offense for the Rams, and you look at the rushing. Only one running back got a rush, really? only one, and that was Cam Akers. It looks like they found their featured wow. guy. They got yeah, the kid from Florida State that, that I've always been here yeah. in college. He was. He was pretty good in college. He was. Of course, we knew that he didn't have much of an offensive line there, but it looks like they found their guy here uh, with Cam Akers. So may- maybe they got their future guy, their next Gurley, you know, if you will. So we'll um, see. We'll see how that works. Maybe a lot of guys like Gurley. That Super Bowl year with Gurley, he had a phenomenal year just at the end of the season. He just got injured. And, you know, we saw it in the playoffs and they had to depend on uh, what's his name? Uh, Is it Malcolm Brown? No. Malcolm uh, had. Um, Anderson, I believe. Anderson. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I can't even remember. Oh, oh um, CJ, CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson. They had yeah. to depend on him. Yeah, they had to depend on him. Pull him off the street. Him and, come in and, play and he him. did it now. All right. Yeah, he did yeah. it. He, yeah. he actually got himself a little money because he of that did. playoff run. He did. So, he did. So, um, so, yeah, so the Packers moved on, and we'll get into right now. Let's let's get into who they'll be facing here, man. So, we you briefly mentioned it, but the Buccaneers versus the Saints, this was – 
we were talking about this before the show, uh, the difference between Saturdays and Sundays games. It looks like Sunday had the better games out of the two days. Um, just jumping in here with the Buccaneers Saints, Buccaneers ended up winning by 10 here, 30 to 20. Um, I, I did get to catch a lot of this one. And, um, you know, one thing that was noticeable was the chippiness between these two teams. I mean, you've done played each other three times now. Yeah. Uh, you're in the playoffs. You know, New Orleans is known to have these guys that like to start some stuff. Uh, <coughs> C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Kind of chunking out kidney shots at people. I mean, this dude's been done. He's done been punked this whole year. Like, you know, got his chain snatched. All this, he still ain't learned his lesson, bro. But what is wrong with this guy, man? He's Punch in the face. I mean, yeah, he's, he's just – He's a he's something else, man. But uh, the story here has to be the Buccaneers defense winning it here for um, for for Brady. I mean Brady. I mean we all know how it is. We were talking about this in our group chat. You don't bet against the goat, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff. But he really didn't even have to do a whole lot. I mean, you look at the stats. He didn't throw for a whole lot. He only threw for 199 yards. Mm-hmm. You know, he ended up having two touchdowns. He played it safe. He managed the game like we know Brady does. You know, yeah, Brady's a great game manager. And now, game you know, manager. hey, before the show, we talked about this was a classic New England game. He, it got, was. he got good field position, you know, <laughs> didn't have to go real far to score. Um, the receiving game wasn't there, but the rushing attack was. Leonard Fournette uh, ran pretty well. Ronald Jones got back from injury. Uh, he ran really well. So, Green Bay, looking just looking ahead a little bit here. I'm not going to jump too far ahead, but Green Bay, they have been susceptible against the run this year. I'm I'm interested to see how they they fare up against Fournette and Ronald Jones because Fournette looked a heck of a lot better than he has this whole season, in my opinion. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I agree. They have been calling him Playoff Lenny. Um, Fournette in the playoffs. I ain't gonna lie, him and Ronald Jones. A good duo. Holy smokes, bro. Look, um, and this is what the Buccaneers did. The Buccaneers said it themselves. They cashed out on this season. They put all the money. They put all the chips on the table. They yeah. said, we're going for this Super Bowl. We have to go get a guy like Leonard Fournette. We have to go get a guy like Tom Brady. We have to have a guy like Rob Gronkowski, A.B. We already had the Mike Evans and Godwin. Then you got David. Then you got White, Antonio Winfield Jr., Jason Pierre-Paul, Nodomican Sue. I mean, if I can just go through this list, this is a Pro Bowl team by itself. You don't talk. And, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm looking at Tampa Bay, and I look at that game, and you said it perfectly. This was a New England-type game. Brady just doing what he got to do to make sure that they win. And I kept, and I kept telling people, and I said it on the show uh, last week when we made our picks, I and my guy, I just can't. There was no way in my mind. I can see it in my mind. I said, there's no way a team is going to beat Tom Brady three times in a row in the same season. It's unheard of. That is not happening. And a little bit reflects to the way temp, I mean, the way the Saints play when playoff time comes. I mean, it's just like yeah. they just can't get it right, man. They just Bad, can't get man. it right. I mean, I mean, they got the one Super Bowl, but. If you've been watching any Saints football in the playoffs these past, what, five years, you've seen a lot of just bad things go your way. It, it has to suck to be a Saints fan in these playoffs. It does. It really does have to be. I mean, like the Saints, they lost to uh, – everybody remember they lost to the 49ers in 2012. Um, Vernon Davis made that catch from Alex Smith with like five seconds left in the game to win the game. It was like a, a 20-yard pass, game-winning touchdown. And then you go a few years later – you go to um, 
You know, a few years later, I'm trying to think. They've lost a lot of crazy different ways. I mean, you got uh, St- Stephon Diggs, the miracle in Minneapolis. Stephon Diggs with the Saints, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, with the Vikings. Then they lose with the Rams with that crazy play. Yeah. Uh, the no pass interference. And then you see last year they lost to the Vikings again in overtime. So, Oof. I mean, bro, I feel bad for the Saints. They just can't get yeah. it right. They just can't get it right, and they have the team. You can't con- they constantly go thirteen and three, twelve and four every year, constantly winning the NFC South, constantly being one of the best teams in the NFC, also in the NFL, constantly being the best teams in the league every single year. I mean, you just beat this Tampa Bay team thirty-eight to three. Now, yes, it was a Tampa Bay team that was still trying to find their identity, and I keep telling people, and I told people this: once this once this team gets clicking, it's going to be hard to beat. Now. The main thing for them, the offense didn't click too well early on. They didn't. Mm-mm. But the main thing for Tampa Bay was that defense. The defense was 100% healthy. That defense, bro, David, oh, my goodness. Yeah, their linebacker oh, core is, is ridiculous. Oh, my Lord. Like, bro, sitting there looking at Levante David and Devin White. Devin White, it's, he was the defensive player, he was defensive player of the week. The interception, yeah. fumble recovery, 10 tackles. This man was tackling Alvin Kamara in open field. Didn't need help coming up, stuffing him right there at the line of the script. It was, bro, phenomenal defensive play by the Buccaneers. Yeah. I can't I can't emphasize it enough. And like you were saying, when you look at the receiver numbers for Tampa Bay, I mean, Gronk, one catch for 14 yards. A.B., one catch for 10 yards. Mike Evans for one catch for three yards. If you told me that, I would say free. They lost. Like, yeah, like yeah. Got three top receivers and a tight end, you know, not catching much. And I ain't going to lie to you, Chris Godwin shot him in the foot a little bit because he dropped that wide open touchdown before the half. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, they, this game could have been over a little bit quicker. It could have you know? been. It could have been. But um, it is what it is. But the fumble, the play that um, Cook uh, – What's his name? I can't think it's first. Jared name. Cook. Jared Cook. Yeah. Jared Cook fumbled the ball and it changed the game. That was the moment yeah. of the show. I mean, another another thing that will go under the radar on this. And I, I mean, if you watch the game, it's not really under the radar, but uh the freaking uh what's his name? The the return specialist for the Saints. When that Harris. guy got hurt, when yes. that guy got hurt, that changed the game a lot too. Uh Harris, something Harris, I feel like, or something like that. I, I think is his name. He uh he ended up. He was if y'all if you watch the game, I, yeah. He he freaking. There was two straight punt returns that he had. They were absolutely. I mean, they got called back, or at least one of them got called back for like a hold. But he they could not contain him to save their lives. He was bouncing off tackles, eluding defenders. Um, when that left, that was a, that was like a whole aspect of their game gone, just like that. Poof, gone in an instant. So that that played a big key there too. And and people forget this, but last week. He was catching a good bit of uh, passes too. They were using him a lot in the passing game. So when he's out, that's just one more weapon that, that they didn't have. I mean, they were already at without Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray, but when you take him out, that's another weapon gone. Um, so that played a big key there too. So and how about Jameis Winston coming in? You know, yeah, saving the day. I mean, throwing a touchdown pass. So yeah, he that was yeah. I, I, I told him. Uh, well, what they they lined him up at wide receiver. Had Kamara down in, in like a, a wildcat stance, and then they did the whole little, I don't know, Philly special esque type play, <laughs> um, and yeah, wide open for the touchdown. Um, yeah, that's it was a it was a great pass, great play, great play call by the Saint. There it was much needed at the time, um, but yeah, the the headline here, I guess, is 
you know, we, we heard before the game, uh, Breeze, this will be his last game. Yeah. But then after the game, he comes out and says something along the lines of, uh, we'll have to see how things play out, something along those lines. But, dude, it's probably about time to rack it up. He's a, he's a great, an NFL great. But from what, I, from what I saw, from what you saw, from what everybody saw, I think it's time to hang it up. Finish, you know, just it's, you're not going to finish on a high note here right now. Um, but I, I've always liked Breeze since he since I've seen him growing up playing with the Saints. We know him as the, you know, having that one Super Bowl and always a great character guy and everything like that. So um, it'll be interesting to see if he ends up hanging it up. I think he will if I had to bet on this. Um, and where do you think he ranks? Do you think he's like a top five, top ten quarterback all time? Oof. What do you think? Um we had this discussion. I mean, he's up there in the. I mean, you look at him in the all-time record. He's up yeah, there, man. I mean, it's hard to sit here and say it's like very similar. I mean, I can't. I'm not gonna make that comparison. I was gonna make that comparison to Emmitt Smith, but I'm not because Emmitt Smith, Emmitt Smith was talented, obviously, but yeah, yeah, he wasn't a talent of Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, those type of guys. He just had a great offensive line and utilized it to his advantage and mm-hmm. had the most yards of all time. And I would say Drew Brees. He just got caught in the wrong era. I mean, the man has never won an MVP. Now, I'm not going to use this to knock him. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never won an MVP, but he got the most yards all time, most completions all time. Uh, Brady has the most touchdowns all time right now. I think, I mean, uh, right now, I mean, unless he's trying to play to not let Brady catch him so he can keep those records, because I ain't going to lie to you. They keep making it this far. uh, When Brady going to retire? To me, I think Brady, Brady ain't going to retire until he is no longer good. Yeah. And, I mean, he's not what he used to be. No. But until he's like, I suck. Like, I'm throwing four interceptions. I mean, he did have like a three-pick game against the Saints. But until he start doing that week to week to week, that is when he retires. Drew Brees, we've seen it from day one. We've been talking about how his arm – is so shot, man. I mean, he can't he can't get the ball like he used to done. Like yeah. he got he got a zip on it, but he can't he can't throw it deep like he used to. He's yeah. a little bit inaccurate. I mean, he can't push the ball, you know, in between tight spaces like he used to be able to. I mean, you can see it, and you saw it yesterday in the game. He was missing some throws. You like that's a Drew Brees throw he would never miss. Yeah. So you sit and then I sit here and watch, and I'm like. I think it's time, man. I mean, I mean, he might feel sad about the way he don't went out. Uh, same thing with, you know, you look at Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning didn't like the way he, you know, was playing. So he said, this might well be my last year. But the defense, you know, ain't going to lie. They carried him to that Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. Because uh, if you if you remember how Peyton was throwing that ball that season, it was, it was uh, wobble, you know, wobbling ducks. It, it was wounded ducks, man. It wasn't, it was so know, bad. It wasn't good. So, I mean. He ended up pulling it out, but, uh, you know, unfortunate for Breeze, he doesn't have – I mean, they got a good defense, but they ain't got that defense. You know, like no, the Broncos had. Denver, Denver had like a – That was an all-time defense. Yeah, that was crazy. But, yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a top top ten. It's debatable as top five. I mean, you start thinking about mean, Brady, Montana, Young, you know, people like – you know, I don't know. You start naming these different people, you can you can go on for a little bit. Um, but, I mean – I think. I, well, I was going to say, I see here and think. I mean, I got Brady, Montana, Manning 
Manning, you know, those, yeah. were my, those were my three. Yeah. And I and I did make the argument. I said, if Drew Brees was to win another Super Bowl, could you put him above Peyton Manning? Um, yeah, because Peyton Manning did go to four. But, you know, it was just like the cerebral aspect of Peyton Manning. But, mm. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. It's time going on. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a beast, man. Could you slowly yeah, he could, he flip could, he Aaron? Could climb in there. He could climb. Could you slip Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees right now? It'd be tough. I mean, I, when it's all said and done, that's when you're going to really be able to tell. Right now, I'd have to give the edge to Breeze just because he's got these records and everything. But um, Rodgers, he's got the talent to do it. It's just a matter of putting that into action and, you know, yeah. winning these. I mean, because right now he's tied with Breeze for cha- for championships. They each have one, right? So, I mean. Yeah, they both got one. He can, yeah. he can gain some separation through that way. This year could be that year he starts making that um, separation. So, and you know what? And what I mean, we already know Brady's the greatest, but what what nail on the coffin could you easily put? I mean, to me, I don't think there's anything that could knock him from being the go. I mean, he could. I ain't gonna lie to you now. This is a completely different argument compared between him and LeBron. But Brady could lose the next five Super Bowls in a row, and it would. I mean, it would only help him because mm-hmm, he's what old. he is. Yeah, because he's old and yeah. what he's done. With, I mean, he's dominated the NFL as long as he's been in here. And not only what gets me is he leaves the AFC where everybody calls it weak and, mm-hmm. you know, his division was weak at the time. He still yeah. had to play some tough team because he still had to play Peyton Manning. He still had Big Ben. At times he had Phillip River at the Chargers. The Ravens with Flacco, they were actually really good. Yeah, they were. They were. So he had to play some tough teams to even get to the Super Bowl. And when he would get there, I mean, most of the time they wanted. I mean, he's six and three in the Super Bowl. And he goes to the NFC, which is probably more the heavy stouted side of quarterbacks. I mean, a lot of sweeps Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. um, beat Drew Brees in the playoffs, about to get ready and play Aaron Rodgers in the NFC championship game. If he yeah. beats it, he would have beaten like this man has beaten all the top quarterbacks that there is in the NFL in the playoffs, like and in their prime, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you you beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. You about to be? I mean, if he beats him, he would be Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Peyton Manning, Big Ben. I mean, like you said, Joe yeah. Flacco. Joe Flacco. He, Joe he was Flacco. Good. People people sleep on it, but he he was good for a time there. These are great quarterbacks that he has taken away. And you can, I just saying, I am, I, I, at first I used to argue and say, there's no way Brady can be the greatest football player ever. I just, I couldn't think of a quarterback having that, you know, when you're not athletic, you know, as mm-hmm. some of the like, other players like Deion Sanders, like how can I call Brady better football player than Deion Sanders? That would be hard for me to say, but the way it's looking, man, bro, it, he, he's been, he's making it a hard discussion, man. He's making it tough. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. He's okay. making it tough. He's winning. Yeah. Well, it'll be a fun one to watch, regardless. Let's uh, let's hop into the AFC, shall we? Uh, so yes, we look at the Saturday game. Uh, I didn't get to catch really much of this one at all. Um, I was keeping up with it through the through the thread that through the uh, group chat you guys had, and mm-hmm. of course I was able to tell when uh, he threw the pick six because you guys were like, "Okay, game over." But uh, over. Bills ended up winning against the Ravens, seventeen to three. What were your takeaways in this one? Well, um, the Ravens went from being one of the hottest teams in the league to. Freak Lamar, you know. Yeah, I was yeah. a little bit disappointed in Lamar, but then again, 
you have to give credit to that Bills defense because that Bills defense showed out. And I mean showed out. Yeah. So, and I go back and I'm looking right now. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So, the last loss the Bills had was to a Hail Mary from Kyler Murray. All right. If they take away that Hail Mary, the Bills would have won 12 straight games in a row. And their last loss, take a guess who it would have been to? The Kansas City Chiefs. So you take away that Hail Mary, which was, ain't gonna lie, it was some luck into that. Yeah, oh, definitely. It was a lot of luck into that. Definitely. But you take away that Hail Mary, the Bills are on a 12-game win streak, and they're the hottest team in the NFL, in which a lot of people are saying right now, they are the hottest team in the NFL. So they are, they are. I sit here and say, uh, man, this this Bills team is for real. That's all I'm gonna say. The Bills team is for real. They shut down J.K. Dobbins, they shut down Gus Edwards. I mean, Marquise Bound caught some big passes on him, but besides that, the Bills dominated this game. You know, now I will say the Bills couldn't get their run game going. They only had 20, 32 yards rushing. Yeah, they, they haven't had a great run game this whole year, it feels like. And then the and main, that's gonna be, the main guy that. that they had, Zach Moss, he's hurt. So it's just like they I don't feel like they trust Singletary or Yeldon, really. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. Now, I ain't going to lie. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to miss this game. He's he going to play. He he's ain't. not going to miss this game. There's no way you want to get in a shootout fest with Kansas City. No. You're going to want to be able to run the ball. The, to me, the, beat, the way to beat Kansas City is what the 49ers did last year, and that was run the ball down their throat. Problem is, in the fourth quarter, Kyle Shanahan said, okay, let's start running the ball. Let me get Jimmy Garoppolo to start throwing 30 passes in one quarter. That was so stupid, man. But I think that's the only way you can beat the Chiefs. You have to be able to establish the run. And if the Bills can't establish the run, I don't think any team in the NFL – I, I don't care what you what type of weapons you got can go toe to toe with that offense out of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So the Bills, they look really good. Their defense looking good. Josh Allen, he's looking good. But for you to sustain and to be able to beat one of the best teams in the NFL, you have to be able to run the ball. Yeah, the way I so I didn't get like I said, I didn't get to catch really any of this one, but I did get to watch the Bills game uh, the week before. Um, and one thing I guess you could say here right now with the loss of Zach Moss, you could argue the fact that the best rusher the Bills have is Josh Allen. They do. There's this really OP thing that they like to do where they spread it wide. They have about four or five receivers and they'll do like a freaking quarterback draw. And Josh mm -hmm. Allen, a lot of people, you know, you don't think like a, a white quarterback like Josh Allen, that you know, has his stature, I guess. But dude's got some wheels and he can he can be a little elusive, especially when he catches the right yeah. blocks and everything. Um, so I think that's going to have to play a part for the Bills to have a chance this next week. Uh, he's going to have to be, you know, he, he might have to lead them in rushing, honestly, the way that he has it to. is. Because Singletary ain't going to get it done. Yeldon ain't going to get it done. Maybe Moss would have somewhat got it done if he was in. But to be honest with you, I wasn't the biggest fan of him myself either. If they actually had a running back this year or any running game whatsoever, Bro. it would be, it, it would be a tough game. Bro. It's still going to be a tough game to pick, but, man, it would be even closer. It'd be even closer. I agree with you on that one, Tyler. If they had a running game, like, man, like, yeah. bro, they already got the passing game. They got receiver. They got the quarterback. They got the defense. Yeah. Um, It's going to be different, man. Yeah. It's going to be different. But, yeah. um, 
No, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say, well, I mean, you want to get into it, who they're going to be facing here. I mean, you can, we can look at this one. So this was a probably the best game I think of this past week. If I do say so myself, this was a close one. Ended up being closer than I think we all would have imagined, um, you know, head, well, not even just heading into that game, but early on in that game. Um, mm -hmm. It was so the Chiefs ended up pulling this one out 22 to 17 against the Browns. And early on, it just looked like, all right, Chiefs are just going to roll with this one. I mean, you saw Mahomes. Right, pulling away. Yeah, he was – Mahomes was connecting with Tyreek Hill. He was connected to Kelsey. Kelsey was going off. Like, it was just like, all right, this is the Chiefs. We know what's up. And then the Browns were struggling. And then on top of that, we get to the the about halftime, Mayfield finds Rashad Higgins um, on a deep pass. Rashad puts his – extends his arm for the touchdown, loses the ball, and they give the ball away on a touchback. They were like inches away from – well, it probably would have been a touchdown had he held on to it. But that – you know, it's just like everything that could go wrong for the Browns was going wrong. And yep. I can't remember what the score was. I think it was, what, 19 – 19 to 3. Yeah, something like that. And, and, you know, I was just like, well, one score and they're, they're back in this. And sure enough, they ended up rallying, and that's, that's a thing about this – this Browns team this year, they're, they're resilient, man. Uh, I got to yeah. give it to them. They have changed that culture there. Um, they don't back down from competition. Um, they, they will try to hang in a game. They will, they will fight and fight and fight to get back in a game. And, um, you know, they ended up getting the run game going somewhat, you know, Chubb was getting some good runs. They finally got Kareem Hunt going on in the second half. That was a thing that I was, I was dumbfounded by in that first half. They were like virtually not giving him the ball whatsoever. Kareem Hunt. And he's like, you're passing down back. You're going to have to use that against the Chiefs, hint, hint. But uh, Browns end up fighting their way back in this one. And then, sure enough, to top it off on their comeback, Mahomes – so we, he had already started dealing with a toe injury. We saw right, this, and he started – you know, had to go in the tent, limping around a little bit, uh, doing all this and that. And then here comes a play, Lindell Mack Wilson, homeboy from Alabama, comes in and wrestles him down. Mahomes Max. gets hurt. And, you know, the, the the immediate thing was, oh, man, he looks like he doesn't even know where he's at. Is he concussed? Goes in concussion protocol, doesn't come back. Chad Henney enters the game. It's like, okay, Browns, if you're going to do this, it's it's right here. Here it is. Here's right here. Here it is. Here's your chance. And um, I think they had the ball with, what, four minutes left. They ended up having to punt it. And they didn't get the ball back. Nope, didn't get the ball back. Henny ends up making the play of the game on like a scramble. Uh, goes down like just short, and they end up going for it on their. It was on the own side of the field, right? On the own side of the field, four. And they ended up getting this. They do such a ballsy play call, man. Andy Reid, bro, what in the world? Or Eric Bieniemy, whoever the flip called this play. I don't know whoever called it. I mean, it was Andy Reid had to give the okay to it. So yeah, it was nuts, dude. I was I was shocked. I thought it was like okay. Okay, they're just going to try to draw him offside. You know how Me that too. goes. They're going to they're going to wait till the last second and you know try to get him offside. But no, run the play, get it, and that's game. Tyreek Hill, find Tyreek Hill, and he's he's open. Game, game. Um, dude, really good game. I ended up enjoying this one a lot. Uh, probably Me like too. I said, best game of the weekend. Um, instant thoughts. We're thinking is Mahomes going to be back, and I think both of us can agree here he is going to yeah. be back for this coming up week. But is there anything you kind of caught from this game that, that gives you any worries of them going into this game besides Mahomes being injured? Um, um it's tough. I this game is uh this is actually to me one of the tougher games to call. Uh yeah. pick 
Uh, the reason why I say that is this Chiefs defense looked really good against the Browns. I mean, you got to remember the, they they look really good after the Browns had a great showing last week against the Steelers. You know, it's dropping 48 points on them. Obviously, uh, some of them were calls from those four turnovers from the Steelers. Uh, it was a big-time game to see out of the Browns. The Browns started off slow. And like you said, with Mahomes were clicking, I mean, you got to remember, Mahomes finished the game coming out midway through the third, 21 for 30. That means only nine completions, 255 yards and one touchdown. So he was already hot. Basically, yeah. he was going to reach 300. He was more than likely going to throw another touchdown or two. True. And it was already up 19 to three. Momenting, shifting, play when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like you say, the gutsy call by Andy Reid, you know, Chad Henney just threw a ugly pick. Oh, my God. Ugly it was pick. it was it was piss poor, bro. It was like a it, it was, was virtually a punt. They just Basically. lobbed that thing out there. It was it was so bad, bro. God. So bad. But then you look in and ask yourself the question if I'm the Browns. Okay, I get the ball back with four minutes left. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have not made the playoffs in over 19 years. All right. Okay. You are about to you're on the road against a team without their starting quarterback, number one seed in the NFL. Not just the just the the, the NFL. Yeah. You have an opportunity to come in their house four minutes ago. You have your quarterback. You have your you have your guys. You're looking good. You are one score away from winning the game. And what you do, you run the ball. You throw a screen. And Baker Mayfield throws the ball again on a short pass to Kareem Hunt. So I sit here and look at these three plays, these three play calls, and I ask myself the question, why were not the Browns more aggressive with those four minutes to go? You only so, have so – you're, So you're against that decision to punt him? Yes, I am. And what, what, what exactly – do you remember the down and distance exactly by chance? I, I don't uh, – uh, I can look it up while you're talking, but go ahead. I'll look it up. Uh, well, the only reason why we'll see, the, I think it was like fourth and nine, fourth and uh-huh. eight. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. It was probably, it was probably like okay, a very far distance. But to me, I am talking about being aggressive on first, second, and third down. Like, uh-huh. why are we running the ball on first down? It was, it was fourth and nine on the Cleveland thirty-two. So they were on their own side of the field. It was fourth and nine. But how many timeouts did that? They only had one timeout, I believe. Yeah, they they were using their timeouts early, I think. Because he he lost one of his timeouts from a dumb challenge, and then lost another timeout when they couldn't get set. So you had one timeout left with four minutes to go. And see, that's why I was saying, to be honest, if you punt the ball, you have to really hope your defense is getting a stop. Now, yes. I understand you got to trust your defense because your defense have been playing well. Then Chad Henney is exactly there. that's what I was about to say. Like coming off of that pass we just talked about, where he just lobbed it up and they picked it. I can't blame the guy necessarily for doing what he did. Mm-hmm. It is tough though, like you said, you gotta have to you you have to be aggressive every now and then. But I can't I can't crack on the guy too hard here. No, you can't crack on him. But I always think like you should be more aggressive because mm-hmm. I mean it's not guaranteed you gonna get this opportunity back. I mean you gotta remember now. I, you also got to think about this now. Yes, the quarterback might be the backup, but the weapons are still there. Travis Kelsey can still break one. Tyree Hill, no matter who the quarterback is, if he outrun your safety, ain't nobody catching him. Yeah. All the quarterback got to do is just get the ball in his vicinity. So yeah. I look at that's that's the reason why I'm saying 
Why weren't the Browns more aggressive? Why weren't they aggressive on first down? Why are we running the ball? I mean, I love Nick Chubb. He had 13 carries, not 69 yards. Yeah, yeah. But why yeah. are we not throwing the ball with four minutes left instead of running the ball with Nick Chubbs on a team that's been playing really good def- with their defensive line? And mm-hmm. then you do a screenplay, an awful screenplay that they read. And Who was it too? Do you remember? Were they using Chubb or I were they using the Chubb? It was the that, Chubb. That was killing me, bro. The fact that they kept. I mean, look. As much as we love Chubb, we love Chubb. He came from Georgia. Yeah, we love him. He's love a good Chubb. guy, and he can't. He is capable of catching passes. But for the love of God, if you're going to have any running back in there on any type of play where they can catch the ball, why would you not have Kareem Hunt in the game? Exactly. It was killing me. It was. It was. It was eating me alive. Like I'm just like, because that ain't the first time it happened. This was happening all game. Chubb was not catching. Passes really. Chubb it, wasn't it, catching Jack. Bro. Oh my and god! Then, and then you also have to look at this. I mean, it must be Nick Chubb must be saying something to the offensive coordinators because he still got me a little mad. I love Chubb, but he still got me mad at that national championship. Cause what the freak is he doing in the fourth quarter? And so the Michelle only gets two carries. What yeah. the God giving? And then man, oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Cause I, I uh, no, no, no don't get it going. Don't get uh, it. Going. Okay. We're gonna forget about it. We're gonna forget yeah, about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. But I, what I'm gonna say is Nick Chubb. I mean, not Nick Chubb, but to me, Baker Mayfield. Those boys, they play Baker Mayfield. He's starting to prove that he, he belongs with these guys. I'm happy for him, man. So happy for that guy. Me too, man. A lot of people talk so bad on him. They tried to use the Heisman curse. Heisman don't come in the NFL and mm-hmm. do too The Browns curse. I mean, the Browns be- curse. He got this team. He beat a rival on the road in the playoffs. Um, you know, he had some phenomenal game this year. And let me also throw out another thing. This team just made it to the divisional round without a wide receiver a lot of people like to call in the top five. Yes. Odell Beckham. Yes. So and you could and argue, to, you could argue that's what they missed. Would would Odell have fumbled that ball in the end, you know, in the end zone? They didn't have a downfield yeah. they, they kept saying it on the on the announcers. I think it was Romo. He kept saying, you know, they don't have like a downfield threat on this team. <laughs> they were having to go to Donovan Peoples Jones, who you know, no crack on Donovan Peoples-Jones. I loved him. I thought he was a steal coming out of the draft. But you did. When you're, yeah, when you're relying on a guy like that, you, you're not, you know, it's not the best case scenario for you. But yeah. would Odell make a difference there? I, I think, heck, yes. But, see, some people would like to use that argument against them, where Odell was hurting Baker Mayfield. True. Because when, when you have a receiver like that, and I used to say the same thing a little bit about Big Ben with A.B. Mm-hmm. When you have a receiver that is that good, you start forcing the ball to him in double coverage, in triple coverage. Like, you be like, oh, like, for instance, prime example, great example, Matt Ryan. When Julio Jones is out, this man has some of his best games, yeah. career games, when Julio was not playing. And you be like, and everybody be like, oh, man, well, it would, he would have played much better if Julio was there. I say, well, I don't know about that. Yeah. I think that's the best he could play because he's able to spread the ball out because when he gets in trouble, he's not, oh, there go Julio. Or, or for instance, Big Ben, oh, there go AB. Hey, hey, sc- screw, hey, screw it. Julio screw down there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they showed that me with uh, Patrick Mahomes when he threw the ball out the uh, stadium after he uh-huh. scored in that run yard. And he had the ball like this. And they said, Pat, uh, Tyree Hill somewhere down there. Yeah, somewhere down there. Sure, he'll catch it somewhere. Yeah. Just check it. So, I mean, but for real, when you have that type of wide receiver, I mean, it helps you, bro. It, it because, is. It, it's true. It's true. I mean, it helps you because you just yeah. uh, you you depend on that wide receiver so much, and then you be like, okay, when that wide receiver gets hurt or is out, 
it makes you have to spread the ball out. And another thing we didn't get to at first as well, because I was looking at, think about that with Drew Brees, with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas only had four targets and didn't have a single catch. Look, so top five, top five what? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's, here, that, what's that that Twitter handle? Can't guard Mike. Uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody, self, uh, I think it was, guard hey, Mike. Carlton Davis, one of the corners for the Bucks, I think after the game, he said, Oh, you talking about the slant man. Like he was sitting there cracking on him, just talking about that's all he runs. So um yeah, that absolutely dude, think about it. He Michael Thomas last year arguably you could you could argue probably top wide receiver in the NFL. What a fall from from you know, from grace that this guy has had. He is, he's yeah. gone from the top dog to who is this guy again? You know, people have right. forgot about him. It's been such an injury plague season. And, yep. and you know, you know now he's back. To make me mad. They sat there and tried to debate with me that Michael Thomas was better than Julio. The disrespect yeah. in the name of Julio. The disrespect to guys like DeAndre Hopkins. The disrespect to freaking guys like AB at the yeah. you can't sit here and tell me that oh my goodness no, that yeah, Michael we, Thomas and this man oh my oh my goodness oh no 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 yes he is slant man and we're gonna really see how good he really is we're gonna yeah without breeze without breeze I want to see how this one rolls this is that's gonna be a fun narrative to watch this coming up season that's for sure that's right that's What's, right um you wanna you wanna make some picks on these upcoming games all right, let's go to make them. Let's go to make them. All right, all right. So we got we'll, we'll go with uh we'll start off with the NFC since that's where we started off to begin with. We'll, so we got the Buccaneers going to Lambeau to face the Packers. Packers right now, three and a half point favorites. Mm. All right, three and a half. What do you all think right. here against the spread? What do you think? Oh, I mean, you know, it's something in me that I slightly is thinking that if Green Bay was to win this game they would win it decisively where it wouldn't be close because I can see at times when Tampa Bay gets behind and they struggle, but out of all the games that Tampa Bay have lost this year, they only lost one game by blowout. And that was in New Orleans. Yep. The rest of the game, they lost to the Chiefs by three points. They lost to the Rams by three points. Um, they lost to the Bears by, uh, what, two points, I believe, two or three points. So, uh, I look. I, the Buccaneers is gonna keep this game close at least. I, I can I can at least depend on that. And I don't. Brady's not getting blown out, man. I just there's certain things that are like certain in sports, you know. Just there's certain like guys like with Michael Jordan. Like we said, I said it before. You know, guys you don't, don't bet against, against Jordan, LeBron, Montana, and Brady. You just don't bet against those guys because they'll show day in and day out. They are not like. Those are hard guys to go. You can't. Against. Yeah, it's just it's hard to doubt those guys. It's hard to doubt them. So, do you um do you think the weather plays a part here? So somebody mentioned, you know, Brady going down. He's down. He's been in Florida for all this time now. His blood's done thinned a little bit. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that that plays any part here? Or do you think Brady just picks up where he left off? Where he's you know it's just like Foxborough back in Foxborough days with the snow. Is he is he gonna be straight? You know what do you think? I ain't gonna lie to you. I think Brady's gonna be fine. It's uh -huh. those other young players because the weather forecast, I'm watching some networks today, and the weather forecast for Green Bay starting uh -huh. off 22 degrees. Bro, that field is going to be hard as a brick. When you step on it, you gonna might break the bottom of your cleat. That mm -hmm. is how cold it is going to be. And let me tell you something with Tampa Bay. 
yes, Tampa Bay is that Florida team. Oh, man. Green Bay is going to have the advantage slightly. I mean, you got to be able to practice in that. Like, they're going to be practicing, you know, unless they know how to turn the, the cooling air on, wherever they practice in that. They're going to be practicing in the sun. They're going to be feeling good. Yeah. But, man, it's hard to simulate that. It's hard to simulate Green Bay. Man. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so cold. <laughs> yeah. Gonna, I sit here and think about it, and I'm like, I remember football practice in the cold, man. You don't want to hit nobody. You don't even want nobody to touch you. No. You get out of your stance. It feel like one of your bones about to break by you just moving. It's cold, but it's go. That's go. I think it'll be a slight factor early on, but as uh -huh. time goes on, I think Tampa Bay will adjust to it. It's gonna be cold, but I think they'll adjust to it. Brady said in his uh, interview yesterday, he said, "You know, it's not about the team that know how to defeat the cold. It's about the team that know how to play the best to win the game." And I just ain't gonna lie to you. I think this is a historic year. I think, I mean, he's all ready to go. I think he's just going to shut me up and make him the greatest football player ever. But Brady right now is, I think he's just going to add more to his legacy. This man is going to go to the Super Bowl, first team in NFL history to play the Super Bowl at home. Uh, his first year on the opposite side in the NFC, he's going to take them to the Super Bowl, proving, shutting up everybody else that said he couldn't do it without Belichick. Proven that he can at least get his team. I mean, to me, I've already think this is a win for him against Belichick. This man got his team to the playoffs. Yeah. And not on the playoffs, the NFC Championship game. But he gets them to the Super Bowl, it seals the deal. So, mm -hmm. um, I just say, this just ends it. This ends so are it you going me. with the Bucks straight up here? or are you I'm going with the Bucks straight up to win the game. Oh, and wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I kind of feel you on that one, too. Um. I mentioned earlier in the show about, you know, the suspect rush defense from the Packers. And, you know, we talked about Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones have been playing real well. I do believe that one of these receivers is going to make a difference, whether that is Scotty Miller, whether that is Mike Evans, whether that is Antonio Brown or Gronk or Braid or uh, what's his name? Tyler Johnson, I think is his name. Tyler Johnson, yeah. his Dude, they got so many weapons. And I mean, Jair Alexander, we know he's on the opposite side on for the Packers. He's, you know, one of the top DBs in the league. He will do something to, to help out there. They do got some good edge rushers that could affect this game. Ultimately, so right now, the over-under for this game and points scored is 51. So this is going to be a low-scoring game. If this is low-scoring yeah. game, I've got, I've got to roll with Brady here, especially with the three-and-a-half points in yeah. his favor. I, I feel like you just – you have to take it here. Yeah. Um, I absolutely do believe that the Packers can win this. Um, I don't doubt Aaron Rodgers at all, really. I, I mean, it's it's tough to bet against the guy like that, but dude, it's even tougher to bet against Brady. So it's just it you is, gotta man. the lesser of the two evils, baby. You gotta go with it. So I'm, I mean, a lot of people keep saying this is the first time in NFL. I mean, what I in first time Aaron Rodgers' career, he's played the NFC Championship game at home. I mean, the last few times he had to play it, he played it on the road. But I'm gonna give you this. What's up? Um, this has been a big argument. A lot of people keep saying Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady talent-wise. And I agree with you. He is as a talent. A talent, yeah. But a lot of people keep trying to make the case that Aaron Rodgers is better than Brady overall. No. And let me tell you something now. The mind, Look, bro. The mind is a different mind, man. The mind. It, I think Brady is doing this to shut up. I mean, he's literally shutting up everybody. Like, what argument can you have against this man I mean, people going to keep trying to create arguments because I already hear people talking about, oh, well, look at all the weapons he got. He got all these weapons. Uh, well, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
when it was starting out the season slow, I heard a lot of people kept saying, well, Brady's old. Oh, he ain't going to make the playoff. Side-eye, Lane Burns. Burns. We're going to add him. You got to add him on Twitter, bro. You got to add him. I'm going to have to show him If he beats Green Bay in Green Bay, you have to beat Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers back-to-back weeks yeah. on the road. You That's tough business. Oh, where? <laughs> like, that's great. That's mind-blowing. That's, that's tough, man. So, I think he, if anybody can do it, it is Tom Brady, and I yep. believe the Bucs can do it, especially with that way the defense playing. So, maybe me Okay. Okay. So, that will leave us with the AFC championship game here. We got the, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills going to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Uh, Storyline, like we said, it man, it's Mahomes, the injury. You know what? What's gonna be? What's gonna be there for him? You know, I mean, I don't doubt in my mind that this guy's gonna play. He's definitely gonna play. Um, if not, that line's just gonna increase. But right now, Kansas City is three point favorites here. Mm. Um, I've, I'll start us off with this one, dude. This the Bills. You talked about it, man. They if it wasn't for that Hail Mary, it'd be a twelve game win streak, right? They've been yeah. pulling out games somehow, some way, and that were not even just somehow, some way, but you know, toward the end of the season, they were they were beating the crap out of folks. They were just running up the scores, and they've been winning these games. You know, you could say they've been lucky. You know, they got lucky against the Colts. Um, they played very well against the Ravens. You, it's hard to go against these teams that it feels like. You know, it reminds me of I don't know. You go back to these teams that sometimes it just feels like it's their year. You know, like where everything goes in their favor. I mean, first team that comes to my mind is that Auburn team that made it to the national championship against Florida State, where yep. everything was going in their favor. You just some you knew somehow, some way they were going to make it there because everything was in their favor. Everything was in their favor. Yep. It just it feels it kind of feels similar to that with this Bills team because they don't have a running game, but yet they're still putting up these points. Their defense, it's not even that great, but they're playing great. And now it feels like they have this thing in their favor with this Mahomes injury. Uh, there's some other Kansas City stuff going on. I think that they have like an offensive lineman that was out this past game. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he's battling back from an injury. But then again, he's not that much of a factor in my opinion. Uh, Daryl Williams did just fine without him. But it's really that Mahomes injury. And the defense is susceptible to give up some points. They are pretty good. But it's going to be – dude, I I think right now I'm going to take the underdog here. I'm going to go with the Bills Ooh. plus three. I'm gonna oh. yeah, I'm gonna get a little crazy. I think McVay and them, judging off that culture, they got you know McVay or not McVay. It'll be uh, what's his name? The the guy for the uh, Bills, the um, head coach. Um, I know you're talking about. Not Bob. McVay. It's um, it's McDermott or something like that, or McDermott. Yeah, yeah. He it's something like that. It's a mix something. Mix something. <laughs> yeah. He um he but dude, I, I don't know the way the way he kind of runs his business. I feel like he's just a you know a tough minded guy. Um, the way he McDermott, does things. Sean McDermott. That's yeah, right. there it is. McDermott. There you go. My bad. Sorry, Sean McVay. But uh, yeah, McDermott, he, um, I don't know. I feel like he'll get this team amped up to go out and win this one. So um, I don't know. With the three points in my favor, I'm, I'm going to roll with it here. Um, That's that's not a bad pick. Yeah. Um, but man, uh, it's I tough, just. Bro. It, it's tough. It's, I ain't going to lie to you, man. This is. This is some this is some tough sledding right here. This is gonna be a uh, real interesting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ask me which game will be better than the other. I think this is probably gonna be the better game. Um, it just got a lot of 
different storylines. And I mean, obviously, a game with Brady and Rodgers, you would think would be the better game, but it's just the way that they play football. Those guys are not going to drop 30 and 30 on each other. If they were younger, they would try to do that. But since they're older guys, they know whoever controls the clock. Yeah. Well, here, let me mention this too. The over-under for this game, it isn't much higher than the Packers and Buccaneers. It's only 54. Really? Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. Only 54 between these two high-powered offenses. Something's up, bro. Something's up. And and I tell you what, I'm smelling something fishy. And I, I think it, I think it might hey, I think it might have something to do with Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Uh maybe yeah, I think that that fear is there. I think that's why. I think that they kind of fear this this injury. Concussion protocol, does he have that concussion? Will he pass it in time to get back if if he does get diagnosed with it? And then could he re-injure that? We don't know what the toe problem is. Could it be turf toe? Could it be a broken toe? I don't know. That's but right. If Chad Henney is, if Chad Henney ends up doing this, I, I'm, I, dude, I lose all confidence in that team. I agree. I think the Buffalo Bills will be your AFC representatives in the Super Bowl if Patrick Mahomes is not there playing. But I think he will be playing, and I think he will be good enough to at least get the job done. Um, he just can't take those hits, and I think you know best way to, for them to not allow that to happen, they're gonna try to establish the run. And Kansas City, even though they have a high-powered offense, Kansas City is really good at controlling the clock. And as long as they keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands, it's going to be really interesting. Josh Allen, I mean, he's been looking good, but he hasn't been no stellar so yeah, far. Yeah, world beater. He had a struggle game against the Colts. I mean, I told you, I mean, I thought the Colts was going to actually take that game away from him yeah. at one point. And then the Ravens, I mean, you that pick six changed the game. I mean, if the Ravens score right there. We're tied up. The score is 10-10 instead of 17-3. Yeah. So he still got to play, man. And this Chiefs defense is no joke. Tyran Matthew has been playing phenomenal. Yes. And he's going to be all over that field. So he better keep an eye on him. Look, I'm telling you, man, I, I, just, I just think the Chiefs are that team to beat. Um, I got a feeling, man, that it's going to be a uh, passing up torch field. Uh, I think Tom Brady and them will get to the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to have that young man, the young star versus the old star. You know, the guy that had had the lead for all his career mm-hmm. versus the guy that's about to take over the lead. And okay. Things going to be Chiefs and Bucks Super Bowl. I mean, I agree. I, I think a, a Buffalo, now uh, this is another storyline, a Buffalo Bills and Buccaneers Super Bowl, Brady, who was 24 and two against the, or 25 and two, Against the Buffalo Bills in his career, he beat. He's been beating the brakes off the Bills his entire career in the AFC East, and he finally meets him in the Super Bowl. Does the Bill be able to finally do it? You know, yeah. you know, there's a lot of storylines. There he is. It, it'll be, dude. That, I'm, I'm telling you, you couldn't have picked just about a better four teams. I really like the four teams no. that are left here, and it, it should be fun um, to say the least, man. This, these are going to be re- two really good games. I'm looking forward to them for sure. Same, same. And yeah. you do the same thing with Green Bay and the Chiefs. I mean, the first ever Super Bowl in NFL history was Green Bay and the Chiefs. Yeah. And then cool. you can do the Bills and, um, you know, the Packers. I mean, you know, it's going to be really – it's, a, it's yeah. a, there's a lot of good stuff you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these teams – I'm not going to lie to you. A, uh, 
a Green Bayish Kansas City, Tampa Bay and Kansas City was a Super Bowl that a lot of people went on and predicted. You know, a lot of people thought Tampa Bay was going to go to a Super Bowl and win the NFC. The way the season started, it started to seem like, okay, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, but then as time went on, they showed, they showing up. Kansas City was probably the favorite, well, mostly everybody's favorite coming out of the AFC. And the, everybody yeah. knew the Bills were going to make a surge, but not like this. So I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, uh, any other things you want to break down here before we break down this episode? Um, no, not much. I would just say, uh, you know, basketball, there's a lot of been a postponement of games. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, basketball been looking good. I will say I'm a little mad at my boy, Luca. Luca had a 30 point yeah. game in the first half. And he finished the game with only 36 points. And yeah. he lost to the Bulls. We're losing to teams. But I'm that saying, were, dude. Yeah, oh, hey, my goodness. But I, but I was a maniac for picking them to go to the, the seventh, you know, be the seventh seed. I don't know, man. Oh, my I, I God. Do think, I do think y'all end up, um, you know, making a resurgence. I feel like y'all end up getting there. It's just y'all been battling a lot of COVID stuff, too. And yeah, it's tough, man. It'll, y'all be fine in, in the end, man. It'll be okay, but I hope so. I hope so. That. And yeah. I will say another thing: a team that is still looking good, uh, PG MVP. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The brother looking pretty good. He ain't I mean, an MVP, bro. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, he is the two seat. They ten and four, one game behind <laughs> the old big brothers, as yeah. they call. The yeah. little brother coming after them. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. Them. So. I'm feeling good about the Clippers to just be the tough uh, Pacers team. So it's mm-hmm. gonna be gonna be interesting to see how, what the Clippers are doing. I see the Warriors are making some surges here and there. The yeah. Warriors not looking too bad. They actually got today. Play today the they're playing the Lakers, bro. That should be a fun one to watch. That should be a fun game to watch. Yeah. That's right. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be fun. Another thing to keep an eye on, I guess, is the uh, the stuff we've been seeing about Deshaun Watson. So right now it's saying that he's wanting to be traded. So it'll be interesting watching who ends up going to. Um, yeah, I, I hate to break it to some of y'all, but I do see the Dolphins making a run at this. I really do. I could see the Dolphins. Really? I could see it, man. Would you not trade Tua and like give them just back their picks that they traded you for Tunzel back to get Watson? I would. I mean, I, I would. Heartbeat. I would, but, 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 but. See, to me, a lot of people is like, what is the worst coaching job you can possibly? To me, the Texans is the worst possible oh, job. God, you can get. yes. Nobody right. wants that job. No. Because for one, your quarterback don't want to be there. Nope. Two, you ain't got nothing. Three, everybody want to get up. I, I mean, they're starting to turn into at what at what point was the Browns? That's what they're starting to turn into. Yeah. So I feel bad for the Texans, man. They're they're a much better team. You gotta remember, like just last year. They had a 24-point lead on the Super Bowl champs <laughs> going into halftime. And now <laughs> they're on the receiving end about to be in, like, a drought of yeah. losing games for the next two to three seasons because they ain't going to have nothing to them. Got that right. Man, it's, it'll be interesting to watch. But, um, but yeah, anything else? Nah, great show, man. I love yeah, it. I yeah, love for real, it, this is fun. Time flew by, bro, for real. Yeah, time <laughs> do go by fast. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, Please continue to show that support. Listen to us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, really. And show us some love over on the Twitter at the TNT Podcast or on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. Um, You know, feel free to give us a review. Make sure to share with your friends. Get us some more listeners. We're looking for a good year of uh, 2021 for the podcast. So uh, Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for all the support, all the love you've been showing. And we will see you guys next time. Bang, bang.